Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. Real talk about improving your game if you're a 12 plus handicap player. This is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind and face the truth about what it takes to get your game where you want it to be. I'm your host, Craig Jones. I've been a golf coach for 25 years and have helped 20,000 players improve their game through online learning. And I've learned a few things along the way and now I'm sharing those things so you can stop wasting time and fix what matters. Welcome to reality. Today I'm answering the question, what do we fix first, the path or the face? It's an important question because those are the only two things that affect the direction of your shots, path and face. It's been debated forever and there is a correct definitive answer to the question And once you know what it is, you can stop wasting time wondering and get to work on fixing the right thing first. Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. This is real talk about improving your game. If you're a 12 plus handicap player, this is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind. And we face the truth about what it really takes to get your game where you want it to be. So today I am answering the question, what do we fix first, the path or the face? And this is a super important question to ask and to answer because there are only two things that affect the direction that your golf ball goes, and they are path and face, okay? But there's been this debate almost since the beginning of golf, which is, do we fix the path or do we fix the face first? Some say we should fix the path first because the vast, vast majority of players suffer from an over-the-top downswing, okay? So an over-the-top downswing, if you can picture, if you're set up to the golf ball, picture that down-the-line camera view and looking towards your target from down the line, you're set up to to hit a golf shot. And if we took a line from the hosel of the club up through basically your belt buckle, that would be called your swing plane line, okay? And all that over the top means is that on your downswing, your club path, your club head travels well above that plane line, okay? And that's why it's called over the top because you swing over the top of that plane line. And this is a, a problem that's a big lifelong problem for the vast majority of players. But The thing to understand about this is that when you do swing over the top, what it means is that you're swinging your club path to the left of your target through impact. So if you ever see those divots on those par three holes or your own divot going to the left of your target as a right-handed player, that'd be to the right of your target if you're a left-handed player. But you see that divot going to the left if you're a right-handed player and you go, If I'm trying to hit the ball towards my target, why is my divot going way left? And the reason is because that's where your path swing path is going. That means that your swing path is going well left of your target as a right-handed player. So the options from there are that your club face can get square to that path that you're swinging the club on, in which case you'll hit a big pull to the left. This happens most often with the short irons, maybe the wedges. Now, the other option is, and this happens more with driver, those hybrids, long irons, fairway woods, the less lofted clubs, 
is that the club face is open relative to the path that you're swinging on. And that is, you got it. That's a slice, right? <laughs> so, so that is how the same downswing path that's over the top can produce a pull straight to the left with the short irons and a slice to the right with driver. So ball flight and direction are determined simply by what the path and face of the club are doing through impact. But that has always been the debate. That over-the-top swing for an experienced golf instructor, probably even for you, now that with the internet and everybody being able to see swings so often, you probably know what an over-the-top downswing looks like. It's something that's easy to see, and it really jumps out at coaches. And I saw this all the time at Golf Tech when I owned my Golf Tech Learning Centers. I would see newer coaches who are looking at swings on video, and you can very clearly and plainly see an over-the-top downswing. And so that is an easy thing to jump on and say, hey, we got to fix that because I can see it. But could it be that there's something else causing that? And I would say, yes, there is something else causing it. And I'm going to share why I believe this to be true and actually why I know this to be true. So very few things that I absolutely know to be true in this world. One of them that I know to be true is that having an open club face causes players to swing over the top. So there are coaches who will say, because ball flight is a result of path and face working together, you have to work on both to change ball flight. You will have some that will try to fix the path first because it's easier to see. And then you've got the face first crowd. And you might guess, my company's name is Face First Golf. You might guess that I'm in the face first crowd. And we're right. <laughs> I'll just say that. And when I explain this next story about how I learned this, I hope you can agree. But even more than that, I hope that just having this knowledge and understanding and when you hear why it is absolutely true that we've got to fix the face before we fix the path, I hope it helps you in your journey to playing better golf, just knowing this. So when I owned my golf tech learning centers, I had five of them in Phoenix and Tucson at, at one time. And so unique experience that I had as a golf tech coach and franchise owner. So we would have these corporate entertainment events. And what would happen is we would close the golf tech learning center in the evening and a company would bring in some of their employees and have a little wine and dine cocktail party. So, and Lexmark Printers was one of these. I don't know why I remember that, but Lexmark Printers is bringing in their sales associates or whoever it is to come into our Golf Tech Learning Center. And so normally people who come into a Golf Tech Learning Center, 100% of them have swung a golf club in their life before, right? Nobody goes to take lessons at Golf Tech before they've ever hit a golf ball in their life. It might not be a bad idea, but nobody actually does that. And so it presents a unique opportunity because when Lexmark brings in their sales associates to have a little corporate entertainment event at our Golf Tech Learning Center, all of a sudden people who've never touched a golf club in their life show up. Many of them, of course, are golfers, but some of them aren't. And then, of course, what happens is the golfers 
goad the non-golfers into going into a bay and hitting a ball on video. So this person's never touched a golf club in their entire life, and now they're hitting the first ball that they've ever hit in their entire life on video, and I get to film and watch it. What kind of a unique experience is that as a coach? And what happened next is what changed everything about the way that I would coach golf for the next 20 plus years to this day. This was the thing that once you've seen something, you can't unsee it, right? And this is what that was for me. And here's what happened. So picture this, we're in a golf tech bay. I'm handing a golf club to somebody who's never hit a golf ball in their entire life. They're getting ready to hit a ball on video for the first time in their life. As a coach, I'm getting to watch this. What a unique experience that is. And so they make the first swing and I'm expecting to see an over-the-top downswing, but it wasn't over-the-top at all. This player who had never, not a player, a non-golfer, this non-golfer who had never hit a golf ball in his entire life swung the club perfectly on plane in the downswing, but the club face was wide open. I mean wide open, so open, you know, those huge golf tech nets. If you've ever been in a golf tech bay, this huge net right in front of you, really hard to miss on the right for a right-handed player, but that's almost what this guy did, almost missed the net on the right. The club face was so open, even though his, his, his swing path was right on plane in the downswing. Now what happened next? This is what would change everything. On the very next swing, this guy who'd never swung a golf club in his life, he swung a little bit over the top. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Now here it is. On the very first swing, his instinct was to swing right on plane. But on the second swing, now he's already starting to come a little bit over the top. Now by the third, fourth swing, it's even more over the top. And by the fifth, sixth, seventh swing, I mean, he's swinging over the top like a like a 25 handicap player has been playing his whole life. So obviously, swinging over the top was a compensation for that club face being open. As we talked about before, swinging over the top is just swinging that club path left of target through impact. Now we can add to that as a compensation for the club face being open or aimed right for a right-handed player. Right, So this is critical to understand because this settles the debate about whether or not we should fix the path or the face first. If you want to fix that path first, your club face is going to be even more open. Your subconscious mind is never going to allow you to swing from the inside on the downswing as long as that club face is open. Because if you swung more from the inside with a club face that's already open, now instead of, as a right-handed player, having a shot that's starting left and slicing to the right, now you're going to get a ball that starts to the right and slices even more to the right, right? So your subconscious mind is never going to allow you to do that. It's always going to try to correct ball flight. But since your subconscious mind doesn't understand how to square up the club face at impact, it fixes the downswing path by swinging that path left of target through impact, that turns into a vicious cycle. The more over the top you swing, the more you have to hold the club face open so that the ball doesn't actually go left. And then that turns into that typical over the top with a big chicken wing move 
that is that big lifelong problem that plagues the vast majority of 12 plus handicap players their whole life. So this is critical to understand. If you want to learn how to swing the club path from the inside on the downswing, and you should want to learn to swing the club path from the inside on the downswing, because that is really where all the power is. That's how you strike the ball efficiently is to swing from the inside, release the toe of the club. That is an effortless power move over the top with a held open chicken wing club face. That is a lack of power move. So if you wanna have a powerful and effortless power swing, you've gotta learn to swing from the inside and release the toe of the club. So if you have to learn to swing from the inside and release the club, then the question becomes, Back to what the original question, which is, do we fix the path or face first? And absolutely, positively, we fix the face first because we know now, if you trust what I saw, and I promise you I saw what I saw, and I didn't only see it on that one occasion, I saw it at least two other times in kind of the same scenario, but we know that the over-the-top downswing is a learned behavior that is a response to an open club face. It's really that simple. So then you have to realize then too that you are never going to be able to swing from the inside on the downswing until we fix the open club face. So we fix the open club face first. And is it a cure-all? Does it automatically fix your downswing path? No, it doesn't. But it does allow you to start making real progress on swinging from the inside on the downswing. And if you don't fix that open club face first, you will never make progress trying to learn how to swing from the inside on the downswing. And not, not a ton of things in life that I'm 100% certain of, this is one of them. And I think that's why so many players have so much success with face-first golf is because of a real singular focus on learning how to first fix that club face, face-first golf, right? And then we fix that downswing path. And that is what you have to learn to really make those giant leaps in improving your game. How do you learn it? Well, I'll talk about that in a in a different episode here. Try to keep these relatively short and consumable here, but I hope that settles for you that debate. So how do we fix that open club face? Three things. One is grip. Weak grip equals open club face, strong grip equals closed club face. Two is lead wrist position at the top of the swing. Cupped lead wrist equals open club face, flat or bowed lead wrist position equals square or closed club face at the top of the swing, and then there is the release. Forearm rollover release with the toe of the club passing the heel of the club equals square club face. Chicken wing hold off move equals open club face. So those are the three things that affect club face throughout the swing. But the point here is we've got to fix that club face first, and that is why there's such a focus on club face, and it's why I named my company Face First Golf. So, and for any coaches out there, I hope 
Maybe this is even a little eye-opener for you as well, because I understand that you fix what you can see, and I understand that it's a really unique experience to have actually had this experience of seeing players who had never swung a golf club, make their first swing ever on video, and then see their reaction to their open club face and teach themselves how to swing over the top. And if you had never had that experience, how would you know for certain whether or not you should fix the path or the face first? All right, so debate settled there. Hope it is in your mind. I know it is in my mind. And if you need help fixing your club face or anything else in your swing, face then path. That's the order in which we fix things at Face First Golf. And we keep a real singular, simple focus on those things. We'd love to have you aboard. Go to facefirstgolf.com. Check it out. Thanks for listening. First, we fix the face. Then we fix the path. It sounds simple, and it is simple, but simple to understand isn't always easy to do. That's why so many players join Face First Golf to get access to all the resources I built over the last 10 years and to attend live lesson Fridays where you upload your swing and I show you what to work on live via Zoom. It's just one of a ton of resources available to members, and you can check it out at facefirstgolf.com. If your handicap is over 12 and you're ready to get real about improving your game, it doesn't take body wrecking, marathon, ball beating sessions, but it does take committing to five to 10 minute daily practice sessions at home. To learn about my new 44 day plan to remake your game, come by and see us at facefirstgolf.com.